Anyway, that's neither hither nor thither. Welcome back. Welcome back to our, our Odd, odd pod, pod Podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And everything in between. Happy Friday morning, everyone. Happy Friday morning. At the time of recording, it's Tuesday morning. Oh, sorry if I ruined the magic for you. Oh. Man. But yesterday was our one-year marriage anniversary, oh, so yeah. happy anniversary. To us. To you. To you. Thanks for uh, this awesome year. Aww. It has been most enjoyable on my end as well. Anyway, enough with the romance. Yeah. How you been doing? How's your week going? I mean, it's only Tuesday. Not bad, though. Mm-hmm. Uh shaping up to be okay at best oh good good uh like an okay week it's about the best you can ask for sometimes yes uh i'm I'm just gearing up to actually going on vacation oh yeah vacation all i ever wanted that plays in my head non-stop at this point nice that and mama mia here we go again you know i've never seen mama mia really yeah wow weird because you might know this about me but i do love musicals i did know that about you Mm -hmm. well you know where mamma mia is based in italy it's not i don't know where it's based in greece oh in greece i don't know which is conveniently where i'm going i'm so excited i thought you're asking some i thought you're asking me like that because it had some like i don't know connection to my life but nope just mine it's based in greece why is it called mamma mia i don't know I'm fairly certain it's based in Greece. Just saying, I don't think there are many Greeks in the world saying, Mamma Mia. You know what? I might be wrong. Not all Mediterranean locations are the same. Nope, it's based in Greek. So. Well, get the creator on the phone right now. Okay. Because I have a bone to pick. Well, okay. Caller number one. I'm not doing that bit again. <laughs> anyway. My week's also been pretty good. Thanks for asking. Babe, uh, how's your week going? It's great. Monday was the first day of the week, and today's the second day of the week. And yeah. I've been moth both of those days. That's great. And how was your weekend? Uh, it was like a caffeine-fueled nightmare from hell. I remember. But thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was the worst weekend ever, but it was... Uh, it was bad. Definitely top ten. Nah, it was just crazy. A little busy, you know, nonstop, hectic. Crazy. No biggie. People could just stop dying. You know. That'd be so cool. Or just stop sitting on your phone or laying on your watch or whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's all I got. I know you said we were going to have kind of a shorter episode this week. Yeah, totally unfortunately. Totally fine. Unfortunately, sometimes uh, when I'm delving into the realm of cryptozoology on more obscure creatures, I learn too late that there's not actually a lot of information about them. Yeah. Um, so this episode might be a little short. This episode also came from a poll, right? Oh, yeah. Twitter poll, dude. Yeah. You guys. So- I don't know if anybody who voted is actually listening, but you guys <laughs> <laughs> picked this topic. So today, tell me uh, real quick mm-hmm. where they could find that Twitter poll. Oh my God, that Twitter poll can easily be found if you go on Twitter and you at o o p p. Where else could they find the rest of our links? Linktr.ee/oopp. 
I like how I just and slid that in there. I like it. And www.ouroddpodpodcast.com. Okay. Give me a second because I'm pretty sure I just gave out the wrong Twitter account. <laughs> That's on me. I'm sorry. You can go on Twitter and find us at at OOP podcast. So OOP podcast on Twitter. You can also just search our odd pod podcast and our little gremlin or whatever will pop up. You'll notice it. It's the little monster in the coffee cup. Ooh, we should name him. I thought we did, but I don't remember. I've never given him a name. Opie. Opie? I like it. All right. You can find Opie the monster at OOP podcast on Twitter. Love it. Okay. So but what, yeah, anyway. What are we talking about today? The poll was between two different cryptids. Okay. And what were they? Dogman. Dogman. And Bat Squatch. Who won? I'm going to let you guess who won. Bat Squatch. You would think Bat Squatch won. Really? And you would be correct. <gasps> okay. Because today we are discuss- we're going to be discussing a cryptid with one of the greatest names in cryptozoology. Bat Squatch. We are talking Bat Squatch. Okay. And where does Bat Squatch originate from? I'm so glad gonna you get asked to that. Bat Squatch's name comes from a mishmash of the words bat and the name for the world famous cryptid, Sasquatch. Okay. You just take those two words and you mush them together. You get Bat Squatch. And he's a pretty interesting fella from the mythos of the Washington State region. Washington State? Yeah. Why is it always Washington State? There's a lot of open land, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> So he's not really going to find him roaming the streets of L.A., right? Yeah, probably not. Although he did make an appearance in California, but we'll get to that. So this is he's widely considered to be Washington State's official cryptid, which I would, which is weird to me because I would suspect that it was Sasquatch. Does every state have like an official cryptid? Yeah. Real or, quick, what's Louisiana's? Rougarou. Rougarou. Yeah, it's a French werewolf. What? Well, the French is loop garou. The Cajun is rougarou. No, I believe you. Yeah. I just didn't know that. It's a swamp werewolf. Swamp werewolf. Yeah. Remember the swamp tour thing I was talking about for Halloween or whatever? Oh. It's a rougarou adventure. Yeah. Interesting. So apparently, Louisiana has like swamp werewolves. We'll have to talk about that in October when we go to the rougarou tour. Now, it's not the only cryptid in Louisiana. And I'm pretty sure every state has some version of Bigfoot. Like Alabama has some, I think of Alabama's main cryptid is some type of Bigfoot. Okay. Just curious. I didn't know that every state had like an official cryptid. New Jersey has the Jersey Devil. West Virginia has the Mothman. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Florida's? Anyway, it's an alligator. I don't know. Some type of water monster, inevitably. Um, Big ass mosquito. So, like I said, he, it is widely considered to be Washington State's official cryptid. Good on you for not assuming gender. But there are reports of bat squatch esque beings that have appeared from California to Pennsylvania, and I'm willing to bet a few places in between those two places. Sounds like he's getting around. Well, he has wings. Is there so. not a train that goes across America? <laughs> no, there's a cryptid train. 
Anyway, uh, a 1994 sighting in rural Washington and the newspaper articles that followed made Batsquatch part of Washington State cryptid history. So, let's Since 94? It was before 94, but this was the first time that the a sighting was reported in the news. And it's That's the timeline of this episode is a little weird. That's fine. It just feels like 94 seems a lot closer than you would think. Yeah. For Which, like most cryptids, right? Like you don't see that. You don't really see newspapers anyway, but. <laughs> but you know what's nuts? 94 was like 27 years ago. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It's like 26 years ago. <laughs> Are you really like beefing me for a, a, like one year? Yes, I am. That I was, was two in ninety four. That was good mental math. Twenty seven years ago was nineteen ninety four. I do have a late birthday. Bite me. I've never felt more old right now. When December comes, how old will you be? <laughs> I'll be twenty nine. Will yeah. I? Oh my god, how old am I? Yes, I'll be 29. Wow. No one's 29. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, let's dive in. I'll be 30 forever. Or we can just talk about how old I am. How old we are a little sorry, bit more. Let's dive in. Sorry. I'm having a um a, a mental breakdown. It's cool. Just like eventually realizing I'm going to be 29. Eventually I have to say let's dive in and mean it. In the past two times, I've have made me a liar. <laughs> All right, let's do this. I'll be over here having a quarter life crisis for the third time. Quarter life crisis. Let's dive in. Okay. April nineteenth, in the glorious year of nineteen hundred and ninety-four, when a young Billy was nine years old. At around half past nine in the a.m., an 18-year-old by the name of Brian Canfield was driving his truck near a little place called Buckley, Washington. <laughs> Buckley lies in the foothills of Mount Rainier. Canfield's truck came to an abrupt stop. And I need to note, because this was a point of some confusion for me, that he didn't stop his truck. Rather, his truck stopped. Like it stalled out. Oh, like he was not in charge of the stopping. Right. So he's just rambling along in his pickup truck in the foothills of Mount Rainier and boop, 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 the truck stalled out. Okay. As a terrifying creature appeared in the road about 30 feet in front of the vehicle. Well, it's nice that the, the creature gave him some space to begin with. Yes. Very considerate. He described the creature as being around nine feet tall. I don't know how people can just eyeball things and be like, yeah, that's about eight feet. Yeah, no, I can't, I, do, I can't that. do that. I'm terrible at it. My uh, pepper outside is three feet big. Right. Really? No. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I would look at it and be like, yeah, it was big. He big was as fuck. Kayak height. <laughs> yeah, he's like the size of a canoe. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it had bluish fur. He's at least 20 venti cups big. Yeah, like. Like a 16 Trentas. <laughs> it had a wolf-like face as well as yellow eyes and tuft ears. Which tuft what ears are, tuft are ears? like uh, 
I want to say they're like like Merlin's ears. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. Right now, all I want to do is give this guy like a little yeah, a squeeze and a, a tussle. Uh, it also had a large mouth that was filled with sharp white teeth. Like a shark? Like any animal with sharp teeth. I oh, know. you know what? Okay. Like a bear. Or a wolf. <laughs> Closer to like a land animal. <laughs> Maybe. Brian described its feet as bird-like. And last, but perhaps most importantly, it had two leathery wings on its back. This is a nightmare of a creature. It's like man-bear pig. This is like a child's rendition of what mommy looks like. Who hurt this child? The mom, apparently. <laughs> this is what mommy looks like when she drinks her special grape juice. Um, <laughs> apparently, the beast is also said, David didn't say this, but this has been reported, to have psychic abilities or like telekinetic powers what that is he, a Pokemon that allow it to affect man-made objects like car engines, radios, and television sets. So that would explain the sudden stalling of the vehicle. Okay. After what has been described as an... But also uh, like mediums <laughs> aren't stopping cars and traffic. No, mediums are not doing that. I don't think mediums have telekinesis. Oh, that's true. You said psychic, and I'm just thinking of like... Yeah, like psychic abilities. It's a men telekinesis, tele telepathy. It's Teleportation. All psychic, right? Teleportation. It's all psychic, baby. Telephones. Telephones, telegrams, teddygrams. <laughs> it's all psychic, man. Anyway, there's also a pretty good reason why mediums can't stop cars in the middle of the road. What is that? I rolled. At me. If you're a medium and you're offended, come on the show and prove your powers to me. Can't call people out like that. Why not? Well, no. <laughs> to be fair, they should already know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you a medium? Because you're looking a little bit more like a well done. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the sympathy laugh. After what was described as an undetermined length of time and probably felt like an eternity, the creature using the aforementioned wings took flight. It took flight with so much force that Brian Canfield's truck allegedly shook. Okay. Yes, very Jeepers Creepers. But don't like, cars can shake for a number of reasons. Yeah, like if something with big wings flaps them nearby or like a train goes by. Or like maybe it was really windy. Maybe it was windy in the foothills of Mount Rainier. Don't know. I've never been there. Just saying. But we're going. We're looking for Bat Squatch. Okay. Even though he kind of sounds like a dick. Once the creature was gone, the truck rather miraculously started up again. Okay. So young Brian Canfield drove home where I can only assume that he changed out of the pants that he had soiled. <laughs> Maybe he was wearing his brown pants. Did he soil them? I don't know. I'm assuming if a giant wolf-faced bat monster appeared in the middle of the road in front of your car, would you shit yourself? Because I might. To be fair, a lot of times I'm racing home to poop. <laughs> it happens more often than you think. Anyway... Anyway. Well, I was, sorry. No, go ahead. I had something to say before I sneeze. Okay. 
that squatch sounds like he's pulling like a like a serious power move. Yeah. A telekinetic power move. He's like, hey, witness me. Witness me. This is my mountain. Giant metal dog thing, whatever you are. And he was like, fuck off. And then he was like, I'm fucking out of here. And he was like, <laughs> and he flew away. I just assumed that's what he sounded like. No, he probably sounds he like. He's a bat. He's like probably using echolocation, so it's more like. No, I bet he sounds like this. Bat squatch. Bat squatch. Not only do I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> that is like three episodes in a row. <laughs> Just assume all cryptids are Pokemon. We'll like make them little trading cards. Yeah. Yeah. Bat Squatch used telekinesis to stop the box. We need that's it was very effective. We need to work on like merch. And that can be part of it. Like little cryptid Pokemon cards. Yeah. Um Opie will be on the back. Anyway. He later, Brian, not Bat Squatch, later returned to the scene of the encounter. With his mommy and a neighbor, mommy's special friend, <laughs> hoping to find some physical evidence of the weird winged wolf-faced bat monster. I could not go home and tell my mom I saw a Batman-like creature with talons. No. She would just be like... I would never be able to hang out with my friends again. <laughs> Shut up, Felicia. Let me tell you about doing drugs. You've been eating the devil's lettuce, boy. <laughs> Um, well, he didn't find anything. Well, obviously. What do you mean, obviously? You don't believe in cryptids? Wait, okay, real quick. Was he, like, up in the air or was he on the ground? He was on the ground, then he flew away. What kind of evidence would they have found? Fur, a claw, some footprints. I don't know. He's not just dropping talons wherever he goes. Dropping talons. Sorry. I did had you, did I you had have a, something? It sounded like joke, you did. I had a joke, but I forgot the lyrics to the song that I was going to parody. Dropping talons in the club. Yeah, that was it. Like was... a cryptid. Ooh, nice. Who does that song? Who is that? Uh, I feel so bad. No, it's fine. They had one... It was a one-hit wonder. Yeah, but I like him. They have Or them. They have other stuff that I like. Clearly not enough. Anyway, moving along from my severe lack of musical knowledge, um, some versions of this story state that the Bat Squatch attacked brian's truck oh like he scratched it a few times or he slammed into it or whatever but like an angry ex-girlfriend yes i feel like like a wronged shania twain (laughs) a pissed off carrie underwood yeah carrie underwood that's her same same (laughs) same person but i feel like that would have counted as physical evidence right so i'm just gonna chalk that up to flair yeah like, you got big giant claw marks on your truck. That's probably physical evidence, right? I feel like that'd also be, like, a little bit more known. Yeah. If a bat squash is flying around fucking attacking people, you know? He scratched up my Jeep. He scratched up my whip. My daddy gave me this truck. My very first Silverado. <laughs> anyway. Local reporter for the Tacoma News Tribune, C.R. Roberts, conducted an interview with Canfield during which the reported Far East movement. Thank you. It was important. Thank you very much. Tacoma, Washington. Let's go. Let me start over. 
Local reporter for the Tacoma News Tribune, C.R. Roberts, conducted an interview with Canfield during which the reported was reportedly, I'm sorry, the reporter was reportedly convinced of the boy's sincerity. So he published an 800-word article based on the interview, which ran on April 24th, 1994. Can you find this article? Probably. I should, I meant to do that, oh. but I forgot. That's okay. Anyway. I was just wondering if you had you it. You see how my funny joke, like how hilarious my joke was, <laughs> that, and then you dropped the knowledge right in the middle, it like interrupted. I'm sorry. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. Curious mind wants to know. Far East movement doesn't sound right. I just looked it up. Maybe the internet's wrong. Maybe you it's don't know what you're It's going to be weird to edit about. around that. i got to figure <laughs> it out. Anyway. Now, depending on your definition of what qualifies as an appearance, this is not the first one of our old pal Batsquatch. In fact, tales of Batsquatch are often linked to the eruption of Mount St. Helens on May 18th, 1980. So they think Bat Squatch caused the eruption of Mount no. St. Helen. They do not think that he caused it, or it caused it. Unfortunately, there is not a lot of information regarding the sightings surrounding the eruption. Like there is an obscure reference here that references another obscure reference there, and blah, 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 something about a rabbit hole. Regardless, we're going to explore the Mount St. Helens tie-in. Just bear with me. Okay. Moving on. What's the deal with Bat Squatch? Well, is the start of a Seinfeld joke? What's, what's the deal with Sasquatch? What's the deal with Bat Squatch? Well, Bat Squatch is a very sizable flying cryptid that was apparently sighted near Mount St. Helens right after the 1980 eruption, which I have now mentioned twice, and I promise we will get to it. Interestingly enough, Bat Squatch also shares a lot of similarities with West Virginia's favorite cryptid, Mothman. I was going to make that comparison yes which is also something that we will get to momentarily okay there are a couple of other cryptids that the bat squatch is said to favor but i think it mostly boils down to big hairy cryptids with wings resembling one another okay yep anyway as promised let's move on to mount st helen's eruption thank you pens and needles baby the year is 1980 huh we open an on excellent an excellent year. We open on an external shot of Washington State, perched 52 miles northeast of Portland, Oregon, in the county of Skamania, Washington. The stratovolcano of Mount St. Helens lies dormant. Wrong. <laughs> Everything's about to go balls up. Bat squatchers, which, as far as I'm aware, is a totally made up word that I just totally made up believe that the eruption awakened the cryptid from a state of dormancy, like a hibernation or something. What is it, like a cicada? Well, I don't know. You got wings. It makes a weird noise. Do, do we need to do the noise again? No, we're good. A release of energy equivalent to 1,600 times the size of the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima could certainly do the trick in awakening a long dormant creature from its timeless slumber. Now, that squatch is a cicada. I don't know about you, but if it were me, I would wake up pretty fucking grumpy. But who am I kidding? I wake up grumpy when there's not a volcanic eruption. 
<laughs> At the time of the eruption, Mount St. Helens had been dormant for almost 140 years. The last period of activity occurred somewhere in the mid-1800s, mm -hmm. like 1840, 1850, something like that, with no immediate precursors except for a series of volcanic explosions and pyroclastic flows on March 27th of 1980, a magnitude 5.1 earthquake occurred at 8.32 a.m. on May 18th, 1980. I ran that together, so it sounds weird. Except for the series of volcanic explosions and pyroclastic flows on March 27th of 1980, those were the only precursors Okay. to the magnitude 5.1 earthquake that occurred at 8.32 a.m. on May 18th, 1980. Okay. It was accompanied by a rapid series of events. At the same time as the earthquake, the volcano's northern bulge, <laughs> and some... Why? <laughs> 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 and summit slid away as a huge landslide. In fact, it was, and I believe still is, the largest debris avalanche on Earth in recorded history. Nice. A small, dark... Ash-rich eruption plume rose directly from the base of the debris avalanche scarp, which is a small step or offset on the ground surface where one side of a fault has moved vertically with respect to the other. It's like a pile of shit on top of another I, thing. I, and another... I've got your tectonic plates. And another from the summit crater rose to about 650 feet high. The debris avalanche swept around and up ridges to the north, but most of it turned westward as far as 14 miles down the valley of the North Fork Toodle River and formed a hummocky deposit, just like a mound of debris. Okay, I'm glad you clarified on that one. The, I... the total avalanche volume was about 3.3 billion cubic yards or the equivalent to 1 million Olympic swimming pools. 1 million. That's a lot. One million swimming pools? Yeah. Olympic swimming pools. Yes. Wow. Where's Michael Phelps, man? When you need him, he's like a child, probably, I guess, 94. <laughs> the eruption had a volcanic explosivity, which is a word that I've learned, explosivity index of five. It was the most significant to occur in the States since the much smaller 1915 eruption of Lassen Peak in California. Oh, I didn't realize there was a volcano in California. Well, now you know. Much like I just, I, I feel like I knew Mount St. Helen has erupted in a lifetime, but I didn't realize it had erupted relatively recent. Like within the last century, right? Yeah. Now, this is also the most disastrous volcanic eruption in U.S. history. Oh. Needless to say, the aftermath wasn't exactly a good time either. Well, I can imagine. America is not really good at the aftermath of anything. Well, following the eruption was a two-month series of earthquakes and steam venting occurrences. Because, you know, volcano. Because volcano is hot. Gotta get the heat out. Expanding gases, blah de -de blah Plumes of toxic fumes. That was fun to say. Plumes of toxic fumes and cascading magma fractured the landscape and even created a large break in the mountain's north slope. The cataclysmic event was also a bit of an economic kick to the dick. <laughs> I the can only imagine. The region struggled to get back on its feet for years. 
and the federal government was really feeling the strain of shelling out relief aid. You could say Jimmy Carter responded a lot better to the volcano than George Bush did to Katrina, but you know what? That's not really what we're talking about. Plus, Jimmy Carter's political career never really recovered either. His approval rating suffered big time from the calamity, which might explain why he only had one term. Then again, maybe he didn't run. I don't know. Either way, we got Reagan next, and that's a cryptid story for another time. (laughs) Back on track. Sorry. It's okay. It's not your fault. Approximately 57 people were killed during the eruption. Really? Like from lava? Uh, From various things. Suffocation. Probably. No breathing. Sorry. It's okay. Just try to cool your jets over there, Papa Roach, okay? (laughs) Over 200 houses, about 47 bridges, as well as 15 miles of railways and 185 miles of highway where Thanos snapped out of existence. Oh, I believe that. (laughs) Thanos snapped. (laughs) It is also believed that toxicity from leftover ash after the blast might have been responsible for many more deaths that occurred throughout the years following the incident. Man, that's a system of the down. I know, man. Like, that's the toxicity of our city, you know? (laughs) Of our city. And if we are believing the bat squawk of the bat squatchers, Another consequence of the St. Helens eruption is the bat squatch itself. I'm ready. Tell me about it. As I may be mentioned, the first sightings of the monster occurred post St. Helens eruption. So we think bat squatch came out of Mount St. Helens. Yes. They appeared everywhere. Curious folks, rescuers, investigators, or really anyone traversing the blast zone were allegedly aware that something was roaming the area. Really? Allegedly. For years, the Bat Squatch was a Washington State legend. People used the admittedly terrifying imagery to frighten their children. Was he like a thing before the eruption, though? Uh, I don't think so. Just after the eruption? I think so, yeah. Okay. But it was little more than a legend or a tall tale, right? As the St. Helens eruption began slipping into history, Brian Canfield's encounter and the subsequent article written about it recaptured the legend of Bat Squatch. That kind of brings us full circle, and in the interest of not repeating the same story twice, I'm going to talk about some other encounters with Bat Squatch. Okay. Which, oh no, this, this is laid out in chronological order. Okay, cool. Cool. In 2009. 2009? Yes. Wow. Near Mount Shasta in California, several hikers reportedly witnessed a huge flying creature. Admittedly, some of the descriptions were varied, but there were those that seemed to share commonalities with our pal Bat Squatch. Anyway, several hikers witnessed a huge creature with leathery wings said to span around 50 feet. 50 feet. Fly out of a crevice in the mountains. At first, an eyewitness described the creature as having a head similar to a pterodactyl. (laughs) However, upon reconsideration, the witness claimed it was more akin to a bat or a fox. He's like, I've never actually seen a pterodactyl. It looks like that orange gargoyle from that show about gargoyles. It was irresponsible of me to say that it looked like a pterodactyl. (laughs) Pterodactyls aren't real, so... We all know. Or no, I think pterodons. One of those was not a real dinosaur. Because dinosaurs aren't real. Jesus put them there. To be a stumbling block. 
Anyway. Oh, wait, no, the devil put them there. Oh. See, I always heard it was God who put them there to, like, test you. I heard that the devil put them there to trick you. I think they're both you. a little ridiculous. Either way, who knows, man? So, real quick. Let's it's just... not blasphemy if the theory's uh, cuckoo bananas. <laughs> um, real quick, let's just backtrack, okay? Let's backtrack. So far, the description of this bat squatch. Yes. From various accounts. Mm -hmm. He is nine feet tall. Yes. Wingspan to 50 feet. Mm -hmm. Big old wings. <laughs> Big old wings. Where are you keeping those things, bat squatch? He's got talons. Bird-like feet, yes. Bird-like feet. Um, he either has a head shaped like either a pterodactyl or a bat. Or a wolf or a fox. <laughs> or a wolf or a fox. Yeah. That's okay. No, he doesn't have talons. He His feet are birds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he has birds for feet. He has birds for feet. He's like a <laughs> fucked up chimera or something. He's got seals for feet. Yeah, seals for feet. Because he's in Washington. They have seals, right? I said seagulls, but oh, yeah. Oh, seagulls. Oh, okay. D just, I don't think seals. It makes seals... sense because seals are not birds. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I also appreciate your uh, your willingness just to go along with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. Seals are birds. Seals. The, and instead of, uh, that's the sound he makes. It's like, just, ar, ar, ar. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. So that's correct. That is an apt description. Oh, that's uh, very interesting. Now, in June 2011, a man was in his yard walking his dog when Batsquatch flew down and stole his dog away. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, he took his dog? The man went to pick up the dog when he saw something flying in the sky. The man provided the following quote. I saw something flying in the sky. It had bat wings, blue fur, and had a face similar. Blue fur. And had a face similar to eyes glowing red. I must have mistyped this. It was about nine feet tall at the least after I watched it just flew away. Given so the again, description. Nine feet, once again. Nine feet tall, 50 wings, 50, 50 foot, foot wingspan. wingspan. He's blue. Yep. Bird like feet. Bird like feet. This one is interesting because this one had glowing red eyes. And glowing red eyes. Before I think it had he glowing. Saw Mothman. Yeah, before Batsquatch had glowing yellow eyes. Maybe they're both. Just saying. Was it what's that uh the guy's name? Dry eyes. Oh fuck, man. If ben you wouldn't Stein. Have, yeah, Ben Stein. <laughs> it should make a commercial. <laughs> For glowing red eyes. Mothman. Um, on April 14th, 2014. Really? Yep. Wow. At Archbishop Hoban High School in Akron, Ohio. Okay. A class witnessed a giant black mass. In Ohio? Yeah. Wow. Witnessed a it's giant black lovers. mass zoomed by the window of their homeroom at flashlight speed. First of all, if it was at flashlight speed, you wouldn't have seen it, okay? I assume you mean the Flash. Or like Flashlight. He, run, he runs so fast, he travels in time. You gonna see that? I don't think so. You mean like Flashlight. Okay, maybe. Flashlight speed. <laughs> how fast you can chuck a flashlight. That's how fast this thing was moving. And I can chuck a flashlight pretty fast. 
I was voted most likely to be able to chuck a flashlight. Yeah, you want to see school. me throw a flashlight? You want to see me do it again? <laughs> uh, yeah. So based on my admittedly lackadaisical internet research, lackadaisical. these were the only mentions of bat squatch sightings that I could find. You look so sad. Because it was the same, what was that, three or four over and over. I couldn't find it. Nobody else talking about fucking bat squatch? It's Mothman all over again. <laughs> However, speaking of Mothman, I did promise to circle back to the comparisons between Mothman and Bat Squatch. Yeah, give them to me. So in the interest of not being a horrible liar, I'm going to do that now. Thank you. Many people in the fields of parapsychology and cryptozoology, parapsychologists and cryptozoologists, if you will, cannot deny the incredible similarities between the Bat Squatch and the Mothman. Do you think they're related or the same thing? I don't know. Okay. That's for you to decide. For example. I like to think they're cousins. I like to think that it's like a common ancestor thing. Like these cryptids that people compare to each other. This is a secret civilization. Come from like a similar prehistoric cryptid. Right? Yeah. Kind of like the missing link of cryptids. Well, yeah, but like, if you remember, Mothman was like, let you know that doom was about to happen, whereas Bat Squatch was like an after. Thing. After doom. After doom. Yeah. So obviously they're not the same. Well. Do you think they're cousins and one is for good and the other one's for I told you so? Maybe. Maybe they're similar, you know, like, um, like, I don't know, man. I don't, I was, I didn't want to say good because, you know. Maybe, bear with me, Bat Squatch was buried underground until Mount, Mount St. Helens erupted. Maybe that's an earlier iteration of a cryptid that evolved into Mothman. Do you think that they're both cicadas? <laughs> Maybe. They're actually <laughs> Instead just, of moths. <laughs> they're just big cicadas, yeah. I don't know. But I got some examples. Sorry, I'll of, quit interrupting you. No, no, it's cool. Because a lot of the things you said are the examples. Oh, okay, cool. So they both occur during and after a cataclysmic event. Both cryptids have the power to affect man-made objects, which is not something I remember about Mothman. I don't remember that either. But, but if they he say did so, make phone calls. Mothman made phone calls? Yeah, I remember people getting threatening phone calls and shit before, like... Uh, before cataclysmic events like Chernobyl? No, where was I? You are right there, nodding along. People huh. said before the Chernobyl disaster, they saw the thing flying around, and a lot of them received threatening phone calls at night from like an unknown... From Mothman. From an unknown entity, yeah. <laughs> Back when he was a teenager, he was making prank <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> Is your refrigerator running, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the Mothman? We had better go catch it. This is the Blackbird of Chernobyl. Uh, both cryptid. Oh, I said that. Both cryptids have piercing, blazing eyes. Either yellow or red. Red or yellow. Spooks a fellow. Uh, both cryptids have huge wings. How big were Mothman's wings? Big. I don't. I don't remember a measurement, but I remember Mothman. They being weren't like, fifty feet. And like big, I don't see how a nine foot thing could have a fifty foot wingspan. We're talking about like a nine foot man who's got twenty five. Well, because like 
if his wings were his arms, it would make sense. Because like a fruit bat has like a 15-foot wingspan. Does it? Yeah, it can. Maybe certain it's just ones. a really like a large big, giant bat. flying fox, you know? Well, do you think if you saw like a fruit bat that was twice that size, would it not kind of look like a man? Yeah, but like if I saw a fruit bat in Washington, that's a whole different thing to investigate. I think it's a giant cicada. I think Mothman is a misnomer and it should be Cicada Man. <laughs> he has his superpower is to sleep for a really long time. Anyway, that's actually all the comparisons. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the main difference it would seem is that Bat Squatch seems more hostile and aggressive, whereas the Mothman is either more gentle or at the very least more passive. He's just kind of like, hey, Bad shit's about to happen. Can someone check this bridge? I'm just a doom tourist from the future where everyone's a Mothman. Mothman is more like a, um, what is the word? He's like a bad omen. He's like a grim. Not like a bad omen. He's like quality control. He's like, somebody needs to come check this bridge. It's going to break. <laughs> yeah. But and I would... they were like, fuck you, Mothman. And he was like, all right, I warned you. I told you so, Mothman. God. Um... Yeah, I would consider him a bad omen, though, if, like, every time you see him, shit breaks, like, He's in a horrible fashion. He's trying to let fashion. you know. Well, that's okay. That doesn't make him any worse of hey, an omen. Hey, somebody come check this bridge. It's going to fall. And then they were like, whatever. And then it fell. And then in Chernobyl, he was like, hey, guys. Whereas Bat Squatch is just like, you've awakened my slumber. <sighs> yes. My alarm was set for 30,000 more years. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when I wake up a hundred years before my alarm. Yeah, me too. Anyway, um, that's all I have. I loved it. Sorry, it's a super short episode. That's okay. I think every once in a while, short episodes are fun. Yeah, it's just kind of like one of the things where I realized how short it was going to be at the worst possible moment when it's like <laughs> too late to start it. over. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I need y'all motherfuckers to go out there and experience more cryptids, so I have stuff to write about. Damn it. Where's the 2020 cryptids? Where was Mothman before COVID? How do you? Well, maybe they saw. Cause that's some global catastrophe shit, man. Come on, Mothman, you're slacking. Maybe Mothman died. Was not the 2016 omen enough? Maybe he crawled back into the earth, and then he's gonna come back out. He was like, mm -mm. I'm gonna park my weird truck right here and go back into the earth because I'm actually Jeepers Creepers. Mothman saw what was gonna happen. He was like, mm-mm. 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 I'm out. No, thanks. No, I'm good, man. Mm-mm. I haven't avoided public pools for the past 600 years for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, well, that's all we got. Uh, if you like our intro and outro music, why don't you go on over to DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Check them out. Show him some love. Donate to him if you have expendable income. Whatever. Yeah. I think he deserves it. He's doing us all a service. Yeah, he is. You got anything to add? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, with that very short episode out of the way, thanks for tuning in. As always. As always. We, we are, are the, the Boneses, Boneses and, and we are out.
Bad, 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 squatch. Bad, 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 squatch.